The Sam Malone Show is conservatainment on AM 1070. The answer. Sweet, sweet memories you gave me. You can't beat the memories you gave me. Take one fresh and tender kiss. Love it. Dean Crescetti from Steubenville, Ohio. Dean Martin, call sign Dino. His daughter, Dean, uh, joins us. Hello, we're Facebook friends with Dean. And she's, she's working, man. She's singing their dad's music. And doing family. Love it. All right, this is the time of uh, the week. And I only take one segment. I mean, one pure whole segment of, uh, what do we do? How many do we? The free show? 15? 15 hours? Really? Yeah. And all I'm doing is taking eight minutes out of 15 hours to talk about the glory and the sanctity and the holiness of marriage. And the last station went nuts. They were like, what? <laughs> And I'm like, eight minutes. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, what's that? Eight minutes. You talk about marriage. How wonderful, how great it is, how supportive, how loving, how downright sexy and steamy and hot. Here at AM 1070, the answer. They're like, Sam, go ahead. It's all yours. And that's why I love him so much. My wingman on this op has been Robert Kosick. He wrote the book that we met years ago with the book, Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. He writes the marriage content that you see up on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Master Malone. How are you? <laughs> that's that's too much for me. I'm I'm thrilled to be a sergeant. You know, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm thrilled to be my a wife and I, My wife and I have been getting into Downton Abbey. We're way behind everybody oh. else. We just, we just finished season one. I love it. It's a great show, and so I'm, I'm starting to learn the language of, of the time. So. Downton Abbey is a great show for husband and wife just to sit and snuggle and watch. Absolutely. So we're enjoying that. Yeah. And right now we're saving every penny we can, you know, and, and just trying to, you know, have fun with that. And so we said, well, let's just sit here and stream stuff that's free. Amen. Oh, yeah, it's a great show. I, I have to learn the language. You know what? And there's a woman who's a, a sweet lady, a friend, who said, do you watch it? I said, no. And she went and bought, gave me the box set. Oh, cool. So I have, if you need it, let me know. I have seasons one through four, one through five, I think, because this is season six now. Yeah, well, I think if you, if you have Amazon Prime, you can actually stream it for free, which Good. is kind of cool. Fantastic. All right, here we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are at marriage tip number 130. Now, there were many before that. We just, Mr. Kosick and I never kept track. Uh, since he started writing them, 130 times, 130 Fridays, we've stopped on this show to talk about marriage. Here you go. Marriage tip number 130. It's always on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Do you really, do you get mad when one of the cars in front of you is not paying attention, when the light turns green and everyone else starts going, and they just sit there, right? And all of a sudden, they wake up, and they're like, oh, uh, damn it. And, you know, you miss the light. Because they're farting around. In marriage... Spouses do the same thing. They get preoccupied with connecting with everyone else through a smart device that they often miss what's going on right in front of them. The next time you're at a stoplight, instead of looking at your phone, think about your spouse and of ways you can be more connected to him or her. Disconnect to connect. I like that. Disconnect to connect with your spouse. One, technology-free dinner tables. Two, no technology when talking. Three, family game night. Four, technology fasting. Take it away. All right, so I, I love it when Denise calls in, and, and if people are, are tuning in just at 8.30, they need to start tuning in now at 8.15 to catch Denise's perspective on this, because we do the best we can to give the guy and the gal perspective, but it's just not the same as when she does it. And you guys were talking about that first one, technology-free dinner table, and how you guys don't have technology at the table. Yeah, and that's something my wife and I implemented years ago when the kids started getting cell phones. You just couldn't bring them to the table. And I know you guys were asking about, is that really a problem? Well, if you just take a look around at the restaurants, and look at how many people sit down at the dinner table at the restaurant that they're paying for the meal, 
everybody has their phones out. Right. Just imagine what they're doing back at the house as well. And this is a big, big issue uh, where people go, or even just having it close enough where they can hear a buzz and ding, and it's distracting. And it's becoming quite a big problem uh, in marriage that I'm starting to see. How do you how do you bring it to the table? Maron, you're, I work long days. We all work. The wives work. Everybody's working. You finally sit down and see your beautiful bride in person, and you can stare and flirt and be a pig. You know, that's what I'm good at. <laughs> Why would you fart? Who cares what Joe is doing on Facebook going to Starbucks? You would th- you would think that would be the the right mentality, but it's not. You're the phone buzzes like, oh, who had a baby? Who who just ate a burger at whatever restaurant <laughs> and took a picture of it? You know, how can I miss that? That's so important. And people are just addicted to these things now, and they actually have addiction stuff where you can go and and separate yourself because it's gotten that bad. And and you know you're addicted if you leave your phone at home and you go for a walk, which would be a wonderful thing to do. Go for a walk with your spouse and leave your technology at home. If you feel your phone buzzing in your pocket while you're walking and the phone is back in your house, you have an addiction. <laughs> you may have a problem. You may have a problem. Call Charter Hospital today. Right, and jump to step number four, technology technology fasting. You, you need it. It's amazing. But, but it is. It's a huge distraction. People just want it. They're so, they say connected, and really you're not connected. They're, they're, they're so in tune with what everybody's doing. They just got to know that they just can't even wait 30 seconds or 50 seconds. And the worst is when you're talking with, with your spouse. When you're having a conversation and they're constantly glancing down at their phone, that is just horrible. Yeah, just and what and you're telling that person is you're not important. No, absolutely not. Robert Kosick, our marriage segment which we do every Friday. We slam on the brakes on all the object in the world and just focus on marriage. Uh, the other thing, now you don't let, mention the phone in bed, um, but, but it's kind of the same thing. It is. Bro, your wife is sitting there in her freaking jammies or negligee or whatever she's wearing. Stunad, what are you bringing a phone to bed for? You've got, uh, you've got your play device right there. Oh, I'm telling you. And, and, and I had a friend of mine who said he, he just was having a lot of trouble with his marriage, and he said, why is that? He says, because, you know, there's, We've become a threesome in our marriage. And I said, really? And he said, yeah, my wife, me, and the phone. And he said, it's, it's so distracting. And it's one of those things, too, where even even a television in the bedroom can do the same thing if you're using it as a wedge between the two. And if you're watching a romantic movie or something, that's different. But phones are like that. And, and what you're doing is saying that after I get done with everybody else and everything else, if I have any time left at all, I'll give that to you. You're, you're my leftovers. And that, that's just a bad signal to send, and you're heading down a really, really bad path if that's the mode that you're in. Yeah, it's amazing. It's sad, but it, but it happens all the time. I know. I, Especially I can, when kids are you know, out, of, out of the house, kids are out of the house, and you're worried, do they call, and you want it you know, for emergency stuff. But it's okay to leave it out, out, out of the room for yeah, you know, it, a little while. I'll say uh, our marriage segment on AM1070, The Answer, uh, with Mr. Kosick on the com. I will say that now that Bub is driving, I do keep the phone out where I can hear it. In the bedroom, mm-hmm. but it's not. I don't sit in bed with it. So when he's out, you know, and he's got his curfew, and you want to make sure he's safe, and it's just the way parents are. Sure, I can yeah. hear it, but I don't have it. Like you know, I don't do not bring it into the bed. Right, and honestly, a lot of these phones now have programs that allow you to to put important people into your phone and right. say that even if my phone's on silent, ring if this person calls. So you can do that, and that way, if the kid calls or he needs you or whatever that phone will still ring, but everybody else is shut off. And that's the main thing. Shut everybody else off. And I understand there's emergencies and, and that kind of stuff you could be aware of. But, but my gosh, I mean, just spend some time together. Go for a walk. Have a game night. Watch a movie together. And, and put the phones away because it is distracting. And, and for some people, one of the worst things that you can do is if I'm talking to you and you look down at your phone while I'm talking to you because it just dinged, I'm going to take that the wrong way. Not everybody does, but right. I take it as 
what I'm saying obviously isn't important to you, and you're just doing this because you have to, I get very offended at that. You know, that may new, not be the case, but... Yeah. And the new etiquette now is we're, we're meeting with so many clients through the media company, and some big wheels will fly in, and there's no phones on the table. Yeah. And you just turn that thing off, it disappears. And you're seeing yeah. more and more executives sitting down, no phones anywhere. Don't even put them on the table. So, yeah. so as a practice, I put in there, if you, if you pull up to a red light, rather than grab your phone to see what next little you know burger place just posted a picture, think about your spouse and think about your kids and think about what wonderful blessings you have in your life and use that 60 seconds for something constructive. And I think your marriage would be a whole lot stronger for doing it. And then maybe send your wife a text and say, hey, I'm on a red light and I was thinking about you and throw in one of those salty little texts that you talk about all the Hell time. Hell yeah. Tell them, hey, there you go. It, it, it'll be a much better life for you. Seven letters topless with a question mark. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> try, folks, try it. Trust me. A hot and heavy marriage tip also included in the Facebook post. A recent study of 39,000 couples found that couples who are satisfied with intimacy in their marriage practice the habit of praising their spouse for something they specifically did the last time they were together. If you want more satisfying intimacy, try telling your spouse, thank you for dot, dot, dot. Explain that. <laughs> all right, so this study that's coming out had all kinds of great stuff in it, and it should be out at the end of the month. And they had the top five things that, that boost communication, all, all focus on intimacy in the marriage and communication things and prepping things. And so one of the things they talked about, and the number one thing that they had from a communication perspective, if you want to be satisfied in your marriage, is to let your spouse know you were satisfied and that you really liked that they did whatever. And it's a really important thing to give feedback because then they know if you're doing it wrong, I need to know that. But if you're doing it right, I need to know that, too, so we do it more. And that was the number one thing. The number two was to ask for something that you want the next time that you're in bed. And it was a really interesting study, and these are the couples that were really focused on saying they had a satisfying marriage. And what makes it really important to me is out of the 39,000 couples that they asked, those that were married for several years, uh, it said only about 50% of the men and women were actually satisfied in their marriage uh, on the intimacy side. Right, right. And I thought, wow, how sad is that? <laughs> Only 50% of the people actually like being in bed with their wife. They're obviously doing something <laughs> wrong, and they obviously need to start talking to each other. Damn right. Which is or what this point is all about. Or go to our Facebook page and read it or listen to it. And then this segment, by the way, is available on iTunes free. There's 130 of them now. Uh, type in Sam Malone. Or go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Read it. Share it with your spouse, your husband, your wife. Hold hands. Sit naked when you read it. That's the best thing. Be butt naked. Have a drink. Uh, that's about it. Just be naked and have a drink and read this. It's great. It's great. And talk about the things. And, and some people are very embarrassed about it, and they don't think they should talk about it. And that's one of the biggest things when we work with the engaged couples uh, when they're thinking about getting married. We tell them all the time, talk about sex with each other. Tell each other what you like, don't like. Now, of course, we hope that they haven't experienced that yet. But if they have and when no. they do, that they should uh, talk about it because, you know, it's, it's all new. You're learning each other. And the more you talk about it, and it's better to do it outside of the bedroom. You know, not doing it during is okay, but usually outside of the bedroom is when you have those conversations so that when you go into the bedroom, you experiment. And you can say, now, is this what you like, not like, or did you like that or didn't like that afterwards so that you know whether you did it right or wrong. Exactly. Because right? they say practice makes perfect, but if you're practicing the wrong thing over and over again, you're never going to get perfect. Right. So and you, and you, you, might not have know, right way. you might never have known that you enjoyed gnocchi until you asked for it. That's right. You, and, yeah, your left hand's supposed to be over the right hand versus, you know, so if you never tell them that, <laughs> they're going to trip all over himself. <laughs> Done deal. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Marriage tip number 130 on the Without Salem, repeating. Without, without repeating. repeating any. Coast to coast on the Salem Fine Stations and Radio Facilities. <laughs>
Uh, 130 marriage tips on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, every Friday. We take an eight-minute break out of 15 hours of live programming a, month, a week. Wonderful. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I wonder, yeah, marriage is a phenomenal institution when it's done right, and all we're trying to do is help you learn how to do it right. Done deal. Ladies and gentlemen, our good friend Robert Costa, go to honorthevow.com, honorthevow.com. You wrote that book years ago. That's how we met. Have a great Friday, a great weekend. You too, Sam. You have a fantastic weekend. You too, boss. Ciao. Oh, inamorate de tutti inamorate, my love of all loves. Say that you're my sweetheart, my... Back in a second. Aim 1070, the answer.